So what did we learn yesterday? We uh, started off at the bottom of the page on our, whatever, the middle of the page on Memo and Base. It's uh, three from the bottom, but it's also three from the top. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, we saw Rav Ami quoting Rav saying, Pshat and Pasuk. Pasuk says that, What does that mean? It means things that you need, basic, basic necessities is really the best way to, to explain what we mean. That you can travel with it and you have what you need. You have a lamp, you have a pot, and you have a mat, something to sit on. And uh, that's the basics. That's what, uh, that, and we contrast that to the curses, uh, that uh, the clothes that, that happened and, uh, in Dvarim. That, uh, that you will be naked and without anything. What does it mean without anything? Lacking everything. What does it mean lacking everything? So that is a machlok. It means without a candle, without a table. Those are the basics. Like we said, it's like stimming with what he said over here. Those are the basics that you need. You don't got that. Rav says it means your you don't have your wife. Rav Shesha says it means without a shamash, nobody to serve you. And Rav Nachman says it's without deya, without understanding, without knowledge. Um, and that is, you know, you're confused. And that's a big, that's in fact, that's uh, whatever, we'll see more about that. We saw the Tana says that it's without salt or fat. Okay, two, um, I think there's a book on how those two things like, affect the flavor of foods so significantly and without it, you know, just lacks taste. That's the that's what that's what it means. Choser called it like it's it's lacking. Um Abaye says that uh true anios is only bidea. It's in mind. It's in it's up here. Mm-hmm. Um that's what being poor is really. Um and in Eritisrod they say if you have that, then you have everything. If you don't have that, what do you have? So in other words, even with all the money in the world, without das, it's, it's, not, it's not really helping you much. You don't know what to do with your money. You don't have understanding. Um, that's the key thing. Um, and if you have das, so then you don't lack anything. Okay. If you acquire das, so, the, uh, so uh, what's, uh, what's missing? If you didn't acquire das, what did you acquire? Okay, so that's the, that's the value. Now, Rev. Alexandri, in the name of Rebbe Abba, says, uh, back to our din of Bikr Cholom, the discussion of visiting the sick, that the Cholom, when he comes back from his illness, it's a sign that he was forgiven for all of his sins. And that's indicated in the Pasuk in Tehl, and Pasuk says, So you see that goes together. Rav Hamnuna says that he goes back to his youthful state. So in other words, coming back from an illness, you can come back bigger and better than ever. Okay, in other words, stronger. Um, and there's a pasuk, an eov, rotfash bisaro minar, which is basically got his, uh, um, like was like, juicier, I don't know how to explain it. You know, his skin is not dried up anymore. It's like literally refreshed. refreshed, right? It's a refresh. Um, he returned to his old state. Um, we quote a Pesach and tell him that the entire bed was turned over in his, in his illness. So Rav Yosef says that it means that uh, it can cause you to 
literally have uh, forget your studies, forget what you learned if you're, it's a serious illness. And we have a famous uh, account of that with Rav Yosef. He got sick, and he lost all of his Torah, Torah knowledge. And uh, Rabbi was the one who restored it to him. He was his primary student, and he sat by him. And uh, we have so many times in the Torah that. Rav Yosef hears a statement and he says, I've never heard such a thing. And Abai says, you're the one who told, taught it to us and you showed it to us from this b'risa. So in other words, he was, he was unfamiliar with even his own teachings. But um, Abai was there to restore it to him. And that took us to an interesting story with Rabbi. Uh, Rabbi had 13 ways, 13 avenues to understand halacha. And uh, he taught the, uh, to Rabbi only seven of them. And then Rav, uh, Rabbi got sick. So um, um, Rav Chia went and restored the seven that he taught him, and he told it to him. In the meantime, the other six, he had no way of teaching. He didn't know. You never taught it to him. He's not going to be able to teach it back to you. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, however, a laundry man that was next to Rabbi when Rabbi would learn. Uh, he was like next-door neighbors, and he overheard Rabbi teaching, talking to himself, really, like going over the same thing again and again, and basically he, he had it in his head. So Abhiya went and learned from the laundry guy, who went ahead and taught it back to Rebbe. And Rebbe, when he met, when he met this laundry man, he considered him his Rebbe, because thanks to you that I have my Torah back, basically. It's an amazing, right. amazing account over there. Yeah. You never know who's, you know, you know the Torah that we have today is thanks to that laundry man. You know what I'm saying? It's an amazing thing. Yeah, well, uh, it's clear that Rabbi was was Garis is usually when you're going over something again and again and again to make sure it's in your head. So it was he heard it so many times it was coming out of his own ears. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he had a you know a, what's called memory. You know what I mean? A photographic memory. He just yeah. like it's being repeated so many times it sticks. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's. Uh, so it's really only thanks to Rebbe's constant review that it was given back to him. You understand? That's really what. That's how it's. That's how it was. That's how it happened. All right. Um, we got to another statement from Alexandria that the miracle of healing, of getting better from an illness is actually, in fact, greater than the miracle of Hanani Mishal Bazaria. That's because of the fundamental nature of the two types of fire. There's the fire that they were thrown into a fiery furnace, but fiery furnace, the outdoor, outside fire is easy to attack. We know how to put that kind of fire out, and, um, and that's, uh, so it's handle, we can handle it. But the fire that's inside, a raging fever, that's a fire inside that you don't know how to access that. That's much harder, and uh, that's, why it's, uh, um, that's why it's a bigger deal to heal somebody from his fever. Rav Alexandri, again, said the name of Rav Abba, others say the name of Rav Levi, that once a person, his time is up, so then everyone is his boss. Meaning every, he's, he's under the power of all. Um, as the Pasuk says, that was by Kayan. Rav says a different Pasuk, he says, meaning everyone is God's servants to carry out his wishes to put him to death. And we brought a few stories. One was Rabbi Shila that there was this very tall man who was dying, and uh, he was riding on a small mule, 
and he came to the like a like a what's called a footbridge, and at the footbridge the mule got frightened and he threw him off and he fell into the water and he died, um, and that he says that the pasuk Shmuel saw another along the same lines. He saw a a scorpion riding on the back of a of a, a frog or a toad um, to cross the river because the scorpion can't swim, and then he got to the other side, hopped off. And stung a guy and killed him. You see that you know every you know when the time is there. You know there's a There's a lot of God has many messengers, and they're carrying the. It was point being is that in such an abnormally abnormal way, um, they're carrying out the will of God. Basically, it made it happen, it made it happen right? Um, Shmuel says not to visit the sick unless it's fever. Which uh, illness don't you visit? So it's coming like your Yosef name Rebbeleizer. Stomach problems. That's you know better not to visit, um, not because of contagion, but because um, it's embarrassing for him. You know he's not, doesn't have control of his bowels, and it's very embarrassing. Um, and also Choli Ayin and Mechushe Rosh. What's the difference? With those, so we explained that the speaking is hard for the eyes. It's hard on the eyes, and uh, and it's but it's good for fever. So for fever, talk it out with the person who has fever. That's actually uh, helpful. But um, and uh, headaches, I guess also um, sometimes they need quiet. Okay. Quiet and no light. <laughs> well, and no light. Right. Exactly. Rava says. Um, uh, fever is, uh, if not for the, fever is actually a very good thing, he's saying, if not for the fact that it's basically the calling card of the angel of death, you know, guy gets sick, but uh, it's actually a very healthy thing for the body to undergo a fever once, a, you know, once every 30 days to like clean out a system, which is actually what it's doing, it's killing out the, the bacteria and everything. Um, and that's the story. Um... Uh, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak didn't think that so he said, you know what, forget it, never mind the fever never mind its, uh, its curative properties, I'd rather just not have either uh, Rabbi Bar Yonason said in the name of Rabbi Chiel that the uh, uh, that this food called arson is good for an ill person to heal him and the food is something made out of barley uh, a segment of old barley corns peeled, a peeled segment of old barley of old bar, barley corns? That's taken from the beginning of the sifting process, and you cook it like you would cook a piece of meat, mm-hmm. meaning for a long time. Others say it was like a type of flour made out of that same thing, like a, mm-hmm. not a flour, like a, like a cereal, you know, like a barley cereal. Um, and it's very curative. Now, Abai says, again, needs to be really cooked like meat. Rabbi Yochanan says that uh, the illness called boredom is uh, not to be visited, and also don't mention it because it's like a little too much information. So that spreads an expression that the stump, that the uh, that he's expelling from his backside blood, and that's what it's saying. Like, and it's again the same embarrassment, and it's not let him you know visiting him may make him uncomfortable. Um, we also said you can heal Rufus Nefesh, not Rufus Mammon. That's what we said in the Mishnah. What does it mean, Rufus Nefesh? If it means for free and not for charge, so then say it that way. Say Bechinam and not Bishar. So it must be Rufus Nefesh is for his body, and then you're allowed to heal. 
But Rufus Mammon is for his animal, and that's what you're not allowed to heal. And that's the that's what he, we're saying is the is the actual pshat. Also, um, but, uh, but as an addendum to that, Rav Sutra Bartubia says the name of Rav, that what you are allowed to do, even though you're not allowed to heal his animal, but you can give him advice and say, you know, they tried this medication, take two uh, Tylenol, call me in the morning, whatever. You know, <laughs> okay, that would work. Uh, that's allowed, okay. Um, brings us to the next Mishnah, you're allowed to bathe with a person who has, you're prohibited to benefit from, if it's a large bath, but not a small bath, you can um, uh, you can sleep with him in the same bed, but according to Rebuda, only in the summertime, not in the winter, uh, because that actually gives you, you know, warms you up. Um, you can sit on the same bed, eat on the same food, sitting table, but not from the same platter, if it's a limited platter, but if it's kind of platter that's going to go back, so then, um, then it's not an issue. And the idea is, is that if it's a, all of those things, there's going to be some benefit from being with this other person. If he's eating less, there's more food for you. Uh, that's the idea. Also, in a bed, if you kill, warm you at night, and in a bath, two people in a close in a small bath actually elevates the bath height, which makes the bath more comfortable. Okay, the bath might be low, but you put uh, two people in the same bath, it lifts it up. It displaces more water. Get it? That's the idea. We saw in the Gemara not to bathe um, together with with a person you're prohibited to benefit from, or sleep in the same bed, whether large or small, according to a mayor. We make a gzera no matter what. And Rabbi Yudha says no, it's only a large one in the no a large one in the winter time is fine, a small one in the summertime is fine, um, and bathing in a large bath is fine. Um, schwitzing using a schwitz in a in a small bath the house. So the water is heated, but you're not sitting in the water. You're just like sitting in the steam above it. That's also fine. Um, but uh, And you also could sit on the same bed and eat together, and just not from the same platter, unless it's a tamkoy choser, which means that it's closer to the balabayas, which means <coughs> there's plenty of food to go around. There's going to be leftovers to the owner of the house. That's when it's fine. You're both guests at this right. If they're both, the point being is that they're eating at a small platter where there's only enough for, you know, not so much. So by me taking a, 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 only one piece, that means you're getting two. So that's benefiting you. But if there's so much food that there's going to be for sure leftovers to be brought, like a typical, you know, no, nobody. Jewish. Uh, a Jewish, uh, Jewish Shabbos uh, Seuda, right? A typical Jewish Shabbos uh, Seuda. There's. Uh, right, leftovers for the whole week. That's, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, the, 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 uh, when they're workers, they're not allowed to eat from the same trough. Apparently, they used to keep vegetables in, like, uh, Andy for, like, snacks while working in the fields. And um, that's also limited. So, therefore, that's an issue. And working and digging together. Um, is also an issue, according to Rameer, but according to Chamim, that's only if you're close together, not far apart. And we explained that when they're close, it's uh, benefiting because it softens the earth. So two people are trying to dig. If I dig right next to you, so it, when you dig, it makes it easier for me to dig also. So like it's less, it's, um, e- the job makes the job easier. That's called benefiting, and that is where we left off yesterday. And uh, thank you for today's stuff.